tonight, but I'm going to get started, and we're going to go to a very familiar passage of Scripture found in Matthew, the 24th chapter, verses 32 and 33. I'm going to read it two times, once in the New King James Version, and then I'm going to read it again in the Holman Christian Standard Version. This is what it says, Matthew 24, verses 32 and 33. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Now I want to read it again in a, a different translation, the Holman Christian translation. This is what it reads like. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. As soon as its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, recognize that he is near at the door. I want to speak to you on a subject titled, The Significance of These Troublesome Times. The Significance of These Troublesome Times. Father God, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you for your love and mercy. Thank you, God, for giving us strength to be here today. It's by your strength that we're able to be here. And now, God, for the next few minutes, I'm asking for your anointing to rest upon me, upon my mind, upon on my mouth, my lips, that I may speak the word that you would have it today. And everything's accomplished. We'll give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It said, in the same way when you see all these things, everything that we are witnessing that's taking place on the earth today, when you see all these things, according to the Holman Christian Standard Version, recognize that He is near. I wonder, am I the only one in the house today who believes that Jesus is soon to return? There's no other explanation. Thank you, sir. There's no other explanation to answer the events that are taking place in the world today. Uh, and again, I don't know how many here today feel like I do or not, but I'm going to be honest with you, church. I am beginning to feel just a little bit overwhelmed by all the trouble, the conflict, and the destructive forces that's running rampant in our world today. Amen. It's beginning to overwhelm me. 
it seems like every day we're bombarded with more and more. While the devil has got people's attention on one thing, he's got his imps somewhere else stirring else up trouble elsewhere. There's a time bomb ticking in Korea right now. The president of North Korea has called his military to get to that border between North and South Korea and to prepare for war. Troubles everywhere on one area or the other. The whole of society seems to be reshaping and evolving itself into something strange. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't recognize this world any longer. I for sure don't recognize the United States no longer. Because there are forces that's work, that's reshaping and evolving itself. Amen. Into something foreign, something completely unidentifiable to anything we have ever seen or known of before. Hallelujah. The most frightening and heartbreaking thing about this whole situation we are going through is the chilling fact that the general population and even some folks in the church fail to see the significance of these troublesome times in the relationship of the second coming of Jesus. We got people still in the church. Amen. It's just sitting there twiddling their thumbs. Amen. Not recognizing, not seeing Everything that happened, the significance. Jesus Christ is soon to return. Mm. The social, political, and economic upheaval, which is now taking place, all point to the soon coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and God's judgment upon a world which has totally rejected and scorned his love. Economists the other day almost had heart attacks when the Dow began to dive again, begin to go down. Well, I'm going to tell you, folks, it's not going to just go down, but it's going to crash. It's going to go down harder and faster than what it did in 1929 because when it crashes this time, there's not going to be no recovery. There's not going to be no recovery. When it crashes this time, it won't make no difference how much money you got in the bank. If you got a little bit in there, I'm going to tell you something. You, you saw what happened to Greece. The government stepped in and froze all private bank accounts. Some people think that can never happen here, but you, you, you're fooled. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When it goes down this next time, the money and the currency that we have and we've always had here will be no more. It's going down for the last and final time. 
And I have no reservation in standing here and telling you that, amen, or letting you know that, hallelujah, because I believe that we are so close to this thing, amen, to where the money will not be no good. It's going to take something like that to happen that will cause the Antichrist system, amen, to rise up to power, amen, and take over everything. Hallelujah. Social, political, economic upheaval is everywhere. I pray the Lord that this word today will wake up any who may seem to be asleep and oblivious to the significance of what really is taking place in this world and in these troublesome times. It's all significant. And that's what I want to talk to you about briefly today. First, I want to talk about the social issues of the day. And think about what's going on in society. There is an unprecedented violence taking place all around us today. All the bloodshed taking place from the schoolhouse to the church house. Amen. I mean, people are being massacred in the schools. They're being massacred in church. You think you got safety sitting in here today? No, you don't. The only safety anybody's got is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Violence is, is filling the land. Hallelujah. Amen. It's from, like I said, the, from the school to the church and everywhere. It has never happened in America history, and it sure, hallelujah, it's an identification, Brother Paul, of the end times. Yeah. Hallelujah. My Lord, look at the violence. The lives are being taken. Attacks being made on law enforcement officials. People that's supposed to be there to help us. People being attacked, amen, for one reason or for the other. Amen. We are seeing fulfill what the Bible said would be that blood would run in the streets. And if you don't know it, you might be still hid in your little shell, your little corner of the world. But if you just open up and look out, hallelujah, that the blood is running in the streets of America today. Violence. People are more violent than he ever has been. Do you know what? I can remember. I can remember when people would not know what you were talking about if you used the term road rage. Hallelujah. That's not always been. Like, like we have it on, on the scale today. I mean... I don't know, it seems like some people, when they get behind the wheel of an automobile, it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, man. They just get out there, and if you, if you do the least little thing, amen, they're really ready to pull you out of the automobile and just do a number on you. It happens every day. It's all indicative of the times that which we live, and it's a sign that the end is near. What did Jesus say? He said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of the Son of Man. Everybody remember that? Well, 
There's one thing that gets left out about that. We talk about other things that happened in Noah's day, but we, there's one thing that we don't talk much about. Genesis chapter 6 and verse 13. Look at what, what it says. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with what? Through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Church, the violence in our street point to the soon coming of Jesus Christ. There is a literal war going on in the streets of America. And also in other nations as well. Not just America, but it's worldwide. Attacks being made, hallelujah. As I said, on law enforcement agents, home invasions, drive-by shootings. God didn't allow it to continue before, and he won't allow it to continue now. Jesus said that it was in the days of Noah. One of the reasons why God sent the rain in Noah's day was because the earth was so violent. People taking people's lives. Uh, you got one group over here uh, 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 talking about, you know, somebody in this life, black lives matter. Or then you hear about somebody in white lives, that white lives matter. I'm going to tell you what, all lives matter to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We got people standing up for these lives and these lives. What about the lives of the 55 million babies that's been slaughtered by emotion? Don't their lives matter? Hallelujah. Their lives do matter. Hallelujah. Amen. Society has gone topsy-turvy. We're turned upside down. Oh, oh! I, I don't know what it will take for some people to look and see what's going on. Amen. And without realizing the significance of what's happening. The significance of what's going on. Hallelujah. And the Bible says it's going to get worse and worse. And matter of fact, he used the phrase, it would wax worse and worse. You know, you know what wax does uh, as it cools? It hardens. And that's what Jesus talked about, that because of uh, that iniquity shall abound, he said the love of many shall wax cold. People are, people are getting cold-hearted today. There's no respect for humanity. There's no respect for, uh, for human life. Hallelujah. Amen. And we need to realize, church, the significance of all this. Amen. So the social agenda and what's going on in society points, amen, to the second coming of Christ. And now let's talk briefly about the political points. The change taking place in the, in the political realm is also indicative of what the Bible speaks will happen in the world prior to the return of Jesus. Hallelujah. The new world order is swiftly coming into play as political leaders from around the globe have been working secretly and silently doing hidden deals that nobody knows about under the table. Amen. Shaking things up into a, a one world system. Hallelujah. 
It ain't just one political group involved in doing it. Amen. The, the Republicans are involved in doing it. The Democrats, the Independents, hallelujah, all of them together are doing dirty, underhanded deals. Amen. That's gradually stripping our, our freedoms away while we just walk around. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. This is not no plaything. It's for real. It's for real. Hallelujah. Amen. The change is taking place. Amen. This new world order and all these things. Hallelujah. And it's all coming together into a one world government which will be headed up by the Antichrist system. Can somebody say amen on that? Hallelujah. Listen, church. The day of democracies and national sovereignty for every nation is soon coming to an end. Just as sure as I'm standing behind this desk talking to you today, democracy is being murdered in this country. Not only in this country, but in other countries, any country. Amen. It holds to a democracy. It's being slowly strangled to death. And then national sovereignty. Hallelujah. Amen. No. Most of our government officials, amen, they don't, they, don't want to, they don't want to secure the borders nowhere. Hallelujah. It's all part of the plan, amen, to do away, amen, with national sovereignty. Hallelujah. There, it's been proven. I have read stuff about it. Maybe you've heard about it on news. Amen. But they're longing for the day that Mexico and the United States and Canada all together will blend in with no borders. We're losing our democracies. We're losing our national sovereignty. And it's happening all over the world. Already many of our leaders have lost the respect for the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, which made this nation unique from every other nation. The Antichrist system will be both political and religious. Amen. But it will be dictatorial and godless in its scope. Hallelujah. Listen, church, all nations will turn over their sovereignty and freedom to the Antichrist and his one world system. Hallelujah. The attack is being made on the Constitution, on, on the Bill of Rights uh, that we have. is not just, uh, uh, just coincidence, uh, but it's all part of a devastating plan. Uh, hallelujah, that the devil has been controlling the minds of a lot of people for so many years. Taking us up to this point and to this place. Hallelujah. It's happening. Amen. It's all over. All nations are going to lose their sovereignty. Hallelujah. This new political system. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get very deep in this because of time, but I'm all, I want you to go to Revelation 17, verses 11 through 13. Let's read a little bit here. And the beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings. John the Revelator saw this beast coming up out of the ocean who had ten horns. And he tells you what these horns represent. There are ten kings or kingdoms who have received no kingdom as of yet. That means as of the time of the writing of the book of Revelation. He said they hadn't received 
a kingdom as of yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. Church, the current administration makes up their own rules and laws to suit their agenda. We are turning into a lawless state with no regard for our founding principles and laws. The prophecies of Daniel are now being fulfilled. Hallelujah. I, can, I, cannot, I cannot witness what's going on and see what's going on without it stirring something with me. And yet I still hear some people say, well, um, uh, this happened, that happened. Somebody really don't bother me. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It bothers me because I see where it's going to. I see where it's headed for. Hallelujah. And God said he has raised up his people to be watchmen. Hallelujah. Amen. All this stuff is taking place. Amen. And, and they're, they're doing all this stuff. They, um, uh, we are turning into a lawless state. We don't got no regard for law or principles. We have a a man in the White House says it don't matter what Congress does or don't do. I got a telephone and I got a pencil and I got a desk. And that's what he's been doing. Writing his own laws. Writing his own rules. Now, though for sure this is not a popular message. But it's the truth. It's the truth. It's all for a purpose. The significance of it is is that slowly by slowly they are whittling away of my rights and your rights to where we're going to wind up with a dictatorship and the beast is going to be running the show. Hallelujah. Amen. They don't <laughs> I have read Daniel chapter 7 for my Lord. I don't know how many years. I've preached from it. I've talked from it. I've read it over and over again. But I never have been able to see the full significance of it now that I'm living in the day and hour that it's happening in. Daniel chapter 7, verse 24. And the ten horns. Now, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna to talk about those ten horns that we read about in Revelation because Revela Revelation and Daniel go hand in hand. You cannot fully understand one without putting them both together. And the ten horns out of his kingdom are ten kings that shall arise. And another shall rise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. Notice what it says next in verse 25. And he, he's talking about the leader of this Antichrist system, and he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. Now you tell me we're not living in that hour. Predicted, prophesied by the prophet Daniel 
long before there's ever such a thing as the United States or anything like that. He said there was going to be one who was going to come on the scene who would think to change laws and times, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and dividing time, or in other words, for three and a half years. Amen. We are seeing it being fulfilled today right now. It ain't 20 years. It ain't 10 years. It ain't five years. It ain't two years. It's right now right now hallelujah the political scene turning completely over to this beast system then on the economical scene I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close after I talk about this economical <laughs> you know what there's nothing else affects a lot of people's life other than what takes place in their billfold, in their pocketbook. Amen? Hallelujah. America has been blessed beyond belief. No nation on earth has ever, uh, has ever been comparable to the United States and its economic wealth and power. Nobody has ever come close Nobody has done what this nation has done. Amen. The Industrial Revolution and, and how everything, uh, everything come, to, uh, come to be and everything and how blessed this nation, nation is. is. And, and man, you know, and we got some people still want to sing, God bless America. Well, uh, yeah, I, I believe uh, America, God needs to bless America, but I'm telling you what's something greater. It's time that America start blessing God. Because unless America starts blessing God, there will be no more America. There will be no more. Hallelujah. Think about that. No nation has achieved what we have, uh, have achieved. But these blessings has been abused as we have made the wealth he has given us to become our God. Everything that we've been given as a blessing, we've turned it, we've turned it into a God. The coming collapse of the world's financial system will be used to usher in a world-wide currency, which will lead to a cashless society ready for the Antichrist to modify it all into his agenda and system. Now listen very close to me, church, for the next few minutes, right, right before I close this. Microchips. This is not going to be, as I said about the other, it's not going to be five years down the road. It's not going to be uh, ten years down the road. It's not going to even be two years down the road. But microchips are already being placed under the skin of people in this nation and also nations around the world. Companies, right now it's under voluntary basis, but companies are having microchips put, amen, under, uh, under their skin to use. They say, you know, we don't have to worry about keys no more to get in. You know, you put your hand over the thing, and, man, the door will open up for you. Everything is going uh, uh, high technical, 
Hallelujah. And this thing with the microchip having everything, information about you, amen, it's not future, it's now. Hallelujah. They, the government's got the capability with many of the automobiles that's on the road, amen, right now. Amen. They can, they can, you can be driving down the road, and they can send a signal and shut your car off just dead in the street right where it's at. Hallelujah. There are people who lock their keys in the car, you know, and all they got to do is contact, amen, and they, uh, they can send a signal, unlock, unlock the cars. Now, the technology in itself is not evil, but it's going to be used for evil. Hallelujah. It's going to be used for evil. When the government controls your health care and your finances, it controls you. When the government controls your health care and your finances, it controls you. Revelation 13, 16, and 17. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. I don't have no doubt in my mind that that system is going to be controlled through the microchips. Technology is the, is the tool to make this happen. Never before have things all come together to make things possible like it does right now. All the gadgets that Apple Corporation have come up with and others have come up will be the means by which the devil will use to control everybody. Hallelujah. What's he been doing? What's he doing? He's getting us, he's getting us addicted. Hallelujah. There are people right now who don't think they could survive a day without their cell phone. I went to, a, well, I, I, don't have, I don't have mine on me right now, but I've told you before, I, I went to an office, to a doctor's office one time, sitting there waiting to be called, and that place was packed full. And so help me, they, you know, they had a TV screen up there for people to watch TV, but everybody in there, Hallelujah. Everybody in there. Every day, I drive a school bus, and I promise you, three out of five people that I pass or that pass me, they're on their phone, either talking or texting. Texting. One or the other. The devil knows how to bait the hook. Yeah, some of these things makes life a whole lot easier. But the devil is going to use that technology to get everybody wrapped up in the web that he is weaving. What is the significance of all of this that's taken place? The significance is, church, Jesus is soon coming. Amen. We better be ready. We better make sure we know, amen, if our name is in the Lamb's Book of Life or not. Hallelujah. 
Your name has got to be placed in that Lamb's Book of Life or you don't have any chance. I don't have no chance. Hallelujah. As I said a while ago, it ain't got nothing to do with how good a person I am. Amen. I have got to have the blood of Jesus applied to my life. It's all. The question is not if. The question is when. That's all. And we need to be prepared. I'd like for Brother, Brother Darrell to come up and get ready for a course to sing. And let me mention one more thing. I hope and pray that we as assembly and a church don't ever have a desire to change true, honest-hearted worship from the heart into some kind of entertainment thing. Churches are selling out right and left. That's another, that's, that's another fulfillment. He said they would, they would be a fallen away. And, and the fallen away ha has nothing to do, amen, uh, with so much as in numbers or having empty pews. But there are people sitting on church pews in the church, but they're falling away. Hallelujah. Amen. Churches turn into entertainment centers. Amen. I mean, when you, when you, when you go... I mean, and some of them, you, you think you're looking at a Hollywood production with everything they got happening going on. But there's no anointing, there's no power. Hallelujah. You know what? We'd be better off to go back to the Rush Harbor days. Hallelujah. I heard somebody make a statement not too long ago. I don't, I don't remember... Remember what was, who was it or when it, when it was, but you know, look at look at what we've got here. I mean, and what we got is not a drop in a bucket to 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 a lot of churches today. But you know, you know, we we think we can't have church without a big speaker system and and keyboard and and set of drums, microphones. I w I wonder how they got by thirty years ago. 40 years ago. That's it, brother. The anointing. I don't know about you, but that's what I'm, I'm after. Because it takes the anointing to destroy the yoke. Hallelujah. Brother Kenneth, I'm talking about the days. I'm talking about the days when people didn't have nothing else to rely on. They had to rely on God. Hallelujah. Talking about the days where back then, you know, they didn't have the riding line more and they didn't have the power more. They had the old uh, uh, more with the uh, uh, blade. I don't know what them things, remember what they were called? You know, yeah, that old. Uh, and uh, a little kid 
out and messing around, had a finger chopped off of one in one of our uh, early days apostolic churches in Nashville. The mom and pop didn't run to the emergency room. They got to the church house and called other people around. And the sister there in that church house was, was, was a minister in that church. Took that finger, held it on there, poured some anointing oil, and wrapped it up and prayed in the name of Jesus, let that finger be connected back again. And they went back four or five weeks afterward, Eugene, and tucked that bandage off, and that finger was fine. I can take you to a church in Carthage, Tennessee, where the grandson of that woman can tell you that story. Hallelujah. Guess what? Jesus Christ is the same today as he was then. He don't ever change. We don't need all a man's modern conveniences. We need the power of the Holy Ghost. We need God to change our lives. Let's all stand together.